And I just want to say that there's a slight chance that you might be shrinking yourself. A way to identify if you might be shrinking yourself is by paying attention to how you respond to things when you're feeling unbalanced. For example, if you get an email that you weren't expecting or it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to and you feel like you're not enough, shrink. If there's a relationship that you're trying to pursue and you feel like you might not have all the right traits, shrink. If there is certain to-do list that you try to accomplish, you don't get five out of seven, you tell yourself you're a procrastinator or whatever, shrink. A way for you to combat this feeling of shrinking yourself is by having that positive conversation with yourself. What does that look like? By not allowing people to still compare you to the old version of yourself that you've outgrown. Make sure that you maintain that high level of efficacy so that you can walk in your capacity and attract everything that's already yours. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And we are back, people, with the Intentional Consumption Podcast, episode eight. I believe, yeah, episode eight. I'm your host, Chef Beans, coming through with the mental cuisine. Now, you may be listening at work, in the gym, on the plane, or at home, but be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and download on your phone because we have a goodie today. Now, I know usually y'all used to me dropping this on either Friday, even sometimes late Thursday, but it's been a very, very busy last couple of days, and I've just been trying to balance my to-do list while also being consistent with the pod, but it's not as easy as it looks. It's not as easy as it sounds, and I'm sure We've talked about it before. Y'all can hear the audio difference from episode one to now episode eight. But again, I attach consistency with podcasts to trust, right? Because the more consistent you are, once you start having people, especially dedicated listeners, they start to believe and trust that you're going to post at a certain time. So when you don't post at a certain time, I feel like it impacts the trust. And I don't want to do that. I'm more so still trying to figure out what's the right day to post and just be consistent with that. But also I'm human and things change and all these different things. But I'm not here to talk about that. Ooh. What I'm here to talk about is first, how's everybody feeling? I know personally, I feel extremely relaxed. I feel calm. I know I told y'all that I'm going to Atlanta this weekend, the theater scout for Transparency to Play Tour 2024. Atlanta is going to be the first stop. So prior to me just trying to send a, a, a payment or send a deposit, I want to check out some of the spots first before, again, I really get into it. So outside of that, I'm feeling, again, extremely calm, extremely blessed. I check in with my family. They're all doing pretty good. And I'm just Finding the joy and the silver lining in every day, even when the world can be extremely ghetto. I'm just extremely blessed, especially on this Monday morning. Now, this past week, a lot of things been going on in the news. I don't want to talk too much about all of that. I'm sure we've all seen the Jada Pinkett, I'm going to call it press run or media tour because it seems like whenever she or I'm even attached to the family, I'm be honest. 
when Will Smith was about to drop his book, we saw him more than ever and certain things was popping up. But it seemed like it seems like Jada Pinkett press run media tour is a little more diabolical. She's talking about her exes and her 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 not hidden love with Tupac, but the simple fact that her and Will have been separated since 2020, 2016. And a lot of things just come to the forefront. And I've seen a lot of people tearing her down like, girl, keep your business, your business, different things like that. But that's the world that we live in. When someone is trying to sell something, I feel like they'll say certain things just to attract a certain amount of attention. But some things I personally believe, personally believe are better left unsaid. And it's just very tricky. Some people are still team Jada, Jada Pinkett, like, yeah, sis, Speak your truth. Go off. A lot more people seemingly are Team Will Smith. Like, come on, King. You don't deserve that. That woman is clearly kicking your back in. You slapped Chris Rock for no reason. Then she bringing up that Chris Rock shot a shot at her when he found out or prior to them being separate. It's, it's ghetto. It's, it's, a, it's a ghetto mess going on in that household. And the more and more tea that she continues to spill, people are sipping at. But... Again, it's extremely ghetto. And again, there are more breakups. People are separating at an extremely high rate. What's the blame? Who knows? Just, just, ugh. It's, 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 it's messy, especially when it comes to just having a very public relationship. It's all messy out there. But speaking of messy, let me let y'all in on a little secret. So, Typically, y'all see I'm wearing the black chef hat, but I was going to wear an Italian chef hat that my boy got for me when he went to visit Italy. And the reason why I was going to wear that is because yesterday, as I was watching my beloved Eagles play the New York Jets, I thought the Eagles were out there, I don't know, baking pizzas, maybe baking pizza rolls. Pizza bagels, cannolis, who who know doing everything but playing football. The first half, cool. Scored twice. But zero points in the second half, my mind was blown. Blown. I couldn't I couldn't believe it. They almost inspired me to wear an Italian chef hat because again I felt like they were doing everything but playing football. In the second half. Now, I'm not going to get on them too much because it's the first loss of the season. But come on. Come on, Eagles. The Jets. The Jets. <sighs> you know what? I'm going to calm myself down. It's too early in the morning to be having my blood pumping like that. But understand that I was extremely... I, I dreamt about it. I dreamt about it. It, it got that bad. And that's why... I, I try to stay away from sports sometimes because the teams that I hold near and dear to my heart, when things don't always go as planned, it really impacts my spirit. We got to release it because none of this is real. None of this is all what we choose to believe and put our energy into. But just know I was I was deeply upset. But on the flip side, shout out to the Phillies because the Phillies just beat the Atlanta Braves. The, the Braves were talking very spicy but the Phillies came out on top, and now they're going to the NLCS. I'm new to the baseball terminology, so work with me. They're basically going to the what you would call the 
Eastern Conference Finals or the Western Conference Finals in basketball terminology. The Phillies have been doing their thing. Last year they did their thing, made it to the to the World Series. I'm hoping this year we come out on top because last year we just fell a little short. But nonetheless, Philly sports are still doing what Philly sports do. And just to go circle back to the Eagles a little bit, though I'm upset, again, it's the first loss. Sometimes you need that to spark another level of motivation or grind in the weight room and practice and different things like that. But I know we will be okay nonetheless. Now, y'all know what time it is, right? I don't got to say y'all know what time it is. It's... Break it down, beans. It's our favorite segment of the episode. Break it down, beans. It's here to break down your favorite shows, movies, books, whatever I personally consumed over the past week. And clearly, we haven't spoken in at least like seven, eight days. So I got a couple different goodies for y'all today. I'm going to start with the shows that we already were talking about, but I also have two new shows that kind of got me by the freaking collar. I mean, when I'm watching these episodes, I feel like my collar is shrinking, but we will get to those. First and foremost, as y'all know, I've been breaking down this anime show, One Piece, which you can watch on Netflix. You can also watch it on Hulu. Pretty sure you can Google it and find it. A bunch of episodes. One Piece has been around since the late 90s, early 2000s, 2000s, and it's a very popular show. Now, I'm since I've been binge-watching it, I'm in the 300s as far as episodes, and I told y'all previously that Luffy and the gang encountered this group called the CP9 gang, and they've been getting chipped up episode by episode by episode, and it's a long, I guess, part of the the whole show slash series because these people are so challenging to defeat. Now, of course, after watching this series, Luffy and the gang comes out victorious, but the reason why I really like this segment is because Luffy had to transform into something he's never been before. Last week, we talked about Gear 2. He even had to tap into Gear 3 to defeat What's his name? Uh, Rob Lucci, this Italian-looking dude, but he he he's tough. And Luffy came out victorious, so I'm extremely grateful. At that, I'm saying grateful like, like I know him personally. I don't know these cartoons. But it was awesome to see. It's always awesome to see someone have to become something that they're not used to to overcome a challenge that they've never encountered. And that was just remarkable to see. Um, there's also a character called Usopp. Him and Luffy was beefing. It's a very great character arc because you start to tap into those internal conversations as far as what characters may be feeling that they haven't overtly expressed. And it's just awesome. I, I really I really like this One Piece bag. If you haven't tapped in and you want to get into a new anime show, One Piece is a lot of episodes, but Reddit has a filler list if you choose to skip over some filler episodes. Um, I do it sometimes, not all the time. Say what you want. I don't care. Whatever. But One Piece, One Piece is one of them. I'm, I'm excited to see what Luffy and the gang does next because, yeah, it's turning up. It's, it's, it was a slow start, but it's starting to turn up. And speaking of turning up, we also know that Loki season two is back. Episode two just premiered this past Thursday. 
Episode one started off pretty slow. Episode two also, there's still backstory and unraveling that's going on. And I believe this season only has about six to eight episodes. And I pray that this season isn't all backstory, 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 backstory in the last episode or two. That's when it turns up. I'm ready for more action. And lately it's just been mild action so loki and um what's his name uh i can't even think of his name by what the freak is his name i'm having a serious brain fart but loki and his partner let's let's call him that um hopefully his name pops up on my mind but loki and his partner are basically going around looking for someone and they're just questioning a lot of different people trying to get certain information and it's just been that Loki is still time slipping going through the ghettoness that he's going through but they know he who remains slash Kang the Conqueror who we know him to be Jonathan Majors is altering a lot of things in the universe so again right now with season two episode two it's still backstory backstory information but nonetheless We'll figure out what's going on. And the name that I was thinking about was Mobius, played by Owen Wilson. And Loki and Mobius are looking for Sylvie. So that's basically what's going on. They eventually found Sylvie, but Sylvie's living her best life. And she's also like, don't look at me trying to point the blame as far as why all this ghettoness is going on. It's, it's interesting. I'm, I'm, it's still a slow start, but I believe it's going to kick up eventually. But now that we got those two out the way, respectfully, because I rock with One Piece and I rock with Loki season two, the next show that I randomly stumbled upon, which is found on, oh, Loki two is found on Disney plus Disney TV, whatever you want to say. The next show that found me or I found it, or we found each other, match made, is a show called, and I'm late to the party. A show called Mayor of Kingstown. Now, this show is on Paramount Plus, And let me be the one to tell you that I've seen memes. I've seen little clips about it on Twitter. And I've always just kind of hit the do not disturb on it. But Mayor of Kingstown on Paramount Plus is one of them. I promise you it's one of them. They're in season two. I'm still finishing up season one. But ultimately, Mayor of Kingstown is about... A, a, a town that is surrounded by prisons and there's this guy or this family who's the nuance between the jail and the prisons, the people and the people on the outside and how they got to kind of coexist with each other to maintain the peace. But there is a very aggressive show as far as people getting shanked, shot, robbed, all these different things, but who, the pen responsible for creating that show, kudos to them because it's very well casted. The lead actor and mayor of Kingstown is Jeremy Renner. And some of y'all who are my uh, Marvel fans, y'all remember Jeremy Renner from uh, Marvel. It's just a very well put together, very well put together show. If I was to give mayor of Kingstown... Out of five beans, since I've been watching so far, I will give them hmm, 
I'll give them four out of five beans. There's still more to be uh, unraveled, but yes, uh, Mayor of Kingstown is definitely one of them. If you haven't checked it out yet, I'd say check it out on Paramount Plus because, again, it is one of them. Now, with that being said, uh, we also have another show that I stumbled upon, and I haven't really been in my Netflix bag too much, but for whatever reason, at, well, actually, I take that back because I watch One Piece on Netflix, but I'm talking about Netflix-specific shows, but still, so here I am. I just got done watching the CP9 part of the One Piece series, and I'm looking like, hmm, what's this show that's the top? show on Netflix. I click on it and it's a show titled The Fall of the House of Usher. Now when I first read the title I'm like I just want to get your attention. Yeah. I really want to be all up in your head. You know you hear Usher you think of Usher. So I'm like is this a show that Usher created? But I couldn't have been furthest that couldn't have been furthest from the truth. So I read the logline. I'm like, all right, let me check it out. The logline says, The fall of the house of Usher. To secure their fortune and future, two ruthless siblings build the family dynasty that begins to crumble when their heirs mysteriously die one by one. And immediately I'm like, whoa, I'm on the edge of my seat. It says that it's a drama. In the logline it says mystery. Those are two things that I like. Let me at least watch episode one to see if this is a show that I want to continue to download and consume. And let me be the one to tell you. The Fall of the House of Usher is one of them. I've already watched three episodes out of eight. So I don't want to spoil it too much. But if you're looking for a show that has drama, mystery, uh, drugs, sex, uh, freaking uh I don't know, backstabbing, mystery, all those different things. The Fall of the House of Usher has it, and apparently it's based off of a book by Edgar Allan Poe. I know Edgar Allan Poe had a very unique mind, but this show is perfect for the time of the year, being that it's spooky seasons with the, the goons and goblins and the... The, the, the skeletons and robins and all these different things. I, a lot, a lot of people enjoy uh, October because they get to get into their fall bag. They get to watch all the movies from their childhood, whether it's Hocus Pocus or things that just make them feel spooky. I really, really, really like and enjoy so far the fall of the House of Usher because you don't you know what's going to happen, but you don't really know what's going to happen in the whole episode. Again, my collar was shrinking because you you want to know what's going to happen next and without spoiling it basically the family is up for trial and I guess kind of spoiling it but not really spoiling it because you find this out early the family is up for trial and there's a mole or an informant in the family that's been working with the feds seemingly I don't know what's going on seemingly and basically the dad of the family says, this little nugget I'm going to give y'all. He basically says, whoever can find the mole in the family, I'll give you $50 million. 
And that's kind of how the show starts. And from there, episode by episode, different things are unraveled and unpacked. But out of three out of eight so far, like watching three episodes out of eight episodes so far, it has me on the edge of my seat. And it's, again, perfect timing being that it's spooky season. (laughs) I tried that. That was was funny to uh, perform. But nonetheless, if you're looking for some great shows, some great TV to watch right now, if you want to get into the anime bag, we got One Piece. If you want to get into your Marvel bag, we got Loki season two. If you want to just get into your gritty bag, you want to get into your gritty bag, Mayor of Kingstown on Paramount Plus. But if you want to get in your drama, mystery, suspense, spooky, I don't want to call it horror, but it is, it gets a little gory from what I've seen so far. Tap in to the fall of the house of Usher. I would give it out of five beans. If we keeping it a bean, I'll give it four point. 4.4 out of 5 beans. I'm going to be honest. Uh, is a very well shot show. Is a very well written show. Is a very well casted show. And yeah. It just Again, I'm, I'm tailoring it specific to the things that I enjoy. And they check off most of the boxes. So yes, tap in. Tap in if you haven't already. But yes, that is the... Break it down, beans, part of the show, because yes, it's it's been one of those weeks where I just had time to consume, but when it came to sparking the episode and premiering it earlier, all right, I'm going to be honest with y'all, this will happen. I went to speak at a school on Friday, and I wore my chef hat, of course, but when it came down to me recording the podcast episode, which I was supposed to do a couple days ago, I couldn't find my hat for like three days. And I couldn't do the episode without having the chef beanie on. Who's chef beans without the beanie? Without the chef hat? So eventually when I found the chef hat, I'm like, all right, it's time to get it in. This chef hat has legs of his own. But regardless of the fact, though it has legs of its own, we're still going to continue to walk in the right direction. Y'all see what I did there? Come on now. Y'all picking up what I'm putting down. Speaking of picking up what I'm putting down, the Would You Rather of the week is inspired by Spooky Season slash Sweets. Now, when I think about all the sweets I've enjoyed in my life, Reese's Cups come to mind. Um, You can even talk about Twix, Skittles, freaking um, Cookies and Cream Hershey bars, like certain things like that have always held a very special place in my heart. But there's also candy that I completely dislike and I've never enjoyed them. Being at a spooky season, the would you rather of this week? These are my top two worst candies ever in life. So if you could eliminate one of these candies from never being in our atmosphere on earth, which one would you rather it be? Candy corn or Peeps mush marshmallow bunnies that come around during Easter. If you had to eliminate one of those forever, which one would it be? I'm going to say it again. Candy corn. We all know what candy corn is. And Peeps marshmallow bunnies that come in a little plastic box that are just extremely soft, but just 
random and you can taste the dye. Oh, personally, personally, I'm a, personally, let me take a sip of water. Ooh. The candy that I would eliminate forever. If I could choose both, I would choose both, but definitely the peeps, the, 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 the peeps marshmallow freaking, oh, whatever they are. I've never liked them, even as a kid. Now, I had a sweet tooth. My dentist used to tell me all the time, I had an extreme sweet tooth. You could darn near give me any candy and I was going to consume it. But it was something about those puffs that I've never, or peeps, that I've never trusted. I don't know if it was the, the side eye, the little dot dotted side eye, or how they feel when I touch them. And then I might have even consumed one of them once. But my body just never really, ugh, I, don't, I don't know. Now, I like s'mores. I like um, some other marshmallow type things, but those peeps, nah, I'm good, I'm, I'm super good, I'm super good, I'm good on both of them, but definitely those, those peeps, and then just to not let candy corn off the hook, when I used to go trick-or-treating just to have some houses just, they would just have a, a bowl of candy corn and just put their hands on it and just throw it in the back, like, come on. That's not even the most sanitary thing. But, I mean, to each his own. There's some people who love, love candy corn. Some people who love peeps. And I'm good off of both of them. I'm extremely good off of both of them. Y'all let me know what y'all think. Which one would you rather eliminate? Maybe you don't want to eliminate either one of them. But me personally, do I don't ever have to see peeps or candy corn ever again in my life in my life and speaking of life the story time today was impacted by me sitting on the floor yesterday as i was sitting on the floor just extremely upset at the outcome of the eagles versus jets game I look over and I see my trumpet, right? I have a trumpet. And I remember when the trumpet was first placed in my hand. And the trumpet was first placed in my hand when I was a young boy. When I was like seven, eight years old, I used to get in a lot of trouble back in my hometown. My mentor, he put a trumpet in my hand. And that just kind of helped redirect my energy and the trajectory of my life. And I bring it up because sometimes I still play the trumpet just to get that nostalgic feel. But I'm extremely grateful for mentors and people who just find it within themselves to redirect certain energies. I feel like a lot of times we diagnose kids or people with um, ADHD or certain things like that just because they, they don't really know how to, I guess, lead or, or guide and direct, but I'm extremely grateful for the mentors that have been intentionally placed in my life. And yeah, I, I just want to encourage you all to tap into some level of nostalgia that, bring, that brought you joy in the past when you were younger, whether that's a certain book that you used to read, Green Eggs and Ham, Sam I Am, do you want it in the house? Do you want it in the blouse? Do you want it with a fox? Do you want it with an ox? I don't remember it verbatim. 
Or if it was strawberry shortcake ice cream, if it was playing hopscotch, whatever used to give you inexplainable joy as a kid, I challenge you to do that or encourage you to do that as an adult and watch how that unpacks and unravels certain things within you. Yesterday, when I looked at the trumpet, I decided to just play a couple notes and I'm not as sharp as I used to be, but just the simple action unlocked certain things within me. So again, I challenge you all to do the same. I challenge you all to do the same. Now, speaking of same, um, something else that positively impacted me this week was I think I'm low-key obsessed with Trader Joe's. Um, as I was in the tea section, I know we spoke about peppermint tea, but another tea that I discovered was like this Moroccan peppermint tea. We have peppermint tea, then you have the Moroccan peppermint slash mint tea. And it was extremely calming and soothing. I don't know who I am. Am I a, a middle-aged White woman, like what the, like I'm every morning I just need my, my tea. I watch my little shows. You feel me? I, I work from home. So, you know, I'm, I'm super chilling, super like super calm. But it's just, yeah, man, for whatever reason, tea has me by the chokehold and I'm excited and enthused to try more tea. So don't say I never did nothing for you. Trader Joe's has this Moroccan mint tea. That's extremely calming. I've drank it in the morning and it gave me a certain level of calmness. I've drank it at night and it gave me a certain level of calmness. So if you're looking for something to kind of get you a little calmer, you might want to mess with that Moroccan tea from Trader Joe's. But don't say I never did nothing for you. Don't say I never did nothing for you. So. The affirmation, the affirmation that I have for this week is a little shorter than usual, but still as impactful. And it goes as such. Repeat after me. I am deserving of miracles that occur on a daily basis. I'm going to say that again. I am deserving of miracles that occur on a daily basis. Now, that affirmation was inspired by a conversation that I had with my older sister a couple days ago. But what she was just reiterating to me is that sometimes when life happens and we're confronted with different crossroads and we're overcoming different adversity and calamity and unforeseen and the unexpected, we can put ourselves into this self-sabotaging mindset to where we don't believe we're deserving or able to attract certain things, but altering that mindset, altering that perception and that perspective, we have to remind ourselves that we are deserving of miracles to happen every day. The first miracle that happens is, is waking up. A lot of times we can take that for granted, not understanding or identifying that there's a lot of people who did not. And once you identify that waking up is the first miracle you'll start to realize that piece by piece and step by step, you are deserving of whatever it is that you set out to attract and receive. So I just want to remind you all, 
that you are extremely deserving of whatever it is that you desire. You are extremely deserving of filling that that gap that you may feel like is in your life and not putting that responsibility on anyone else, understanding that you already possess the tools that you need to make the necessary alterations and just be extremely proud. Be extremely proud of yourself. I'm extremely proud of you all. I appreciate your patience. I appreciate all the reviews that people have been leaving on the different platforms, whether that's Apple Podcasts or Spotify and different places. I read every review and I'm extremely grateful for the feedback that I've been getting. If you haven't left a review already, wherever you're listening to this at, I would hope that you do leave five stars or however you feel. Leave that. I I respect honesty and transparency, but just know I'm extremely grateful. Um, If you'd like to submit your affirmation that you want me to possibly communicate on the air, just submit your affirmation to chefbeanscafe at gmail.com. Or even if it's a, a would you rather, or you wanted to send some kind words, just send it to that email. Again, that's chefbeanscafe at gmail.com because it's extremely, extremely appreciated. I'm looking forward to going to Atlanta this weekend to Theater Scout and to also support my boy who created Music Cafe. He has an event on Thursday. I mean, the Peep and Pivot merch has been selling crazy. I have more Be Intentional merch that's en route. I'm extremely blessed, extremely calm, and extremely loved, and I'm grateful. I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy the rest of your week. If you haven't told somebody you love them today, just let them know, even if it's unexpected, even if you haven't talked to them in a minute or you just got done talking to them 30 seconds ago. Double down on that love. So continue to be great. Continue to be mindful. But most importantly, be intentional. Chef Beans over and out, y'all. Chef Beans over and out.